Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright, broadcasting live from the sports-tacular governor's mansion, the governor of sports talk, that is, and he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports done right. Up next. situation room of his lakefront chateau he's bringing a little color to the voice of minnesota sports talk and worldwide his mama calls him vince but you can call him governor and by way of executive order he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right Harrison Smith at the 30-yard line. Harry the 
Casey fire scores. Puckett swings and hits a blast. Deep left center, way back, way back. The Twins go to the seventh game. Catch them all, Kirby Puckett. Catch them all, Kirby Puckett. And the Twins have won this game. What is going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor, coming to you live and direct from the great state of Minnesota, Minneapolis, St. Paul. And we are live, a little late night edition from the Situation Room. You know how it is, man. Life dictates uh, sometimes you got to go on a little later, a little earlier. We are rolling late night from the Govs Palatial State here in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul. What's up, everybody? Good to be back again. Sports done right. You can follow me, Vince Wright, the sports governor, on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Sports Done Right, Facebook, Sports Done Right as well. And you know, in terms of streaming the show, the home base Spreaker.com. Of course, this is a X-Squad podcast rolling with the X squad. What up to everybody out there in X nation and also what is going on? Big Melvin joining us in the Spreaker.com chat room. <laughs> Mike, do you ever sleep, man? Big Mike from Ian Prairie checking in. Gov, good to be with you as always. Uh, appreciate it. Mike's one of our regulars. Also, um, so much to get into tonight here. So little time. Adrian Peterson possibly broke, maybe broke. We'll we'll talk a little bit about that again. Athletes not saving their money, outspending their money, relying on future contracts. Now, to be fair, and the sports gov is always, always fair, and you know that. We haven't heard Adrian's side of the story, but we're going to talk a little bit about that. Right now, we got the Twins up over the Yankees again. I'm going to talk about my trip out there last night. Target Target Field on fire. Obviously, it's the Yankees first place, Twins first place. And the Twins are trying to exercise some demons because I think we are like, I don't know, 30-something and 90-something over the past few years versus the Yankees. We all know the playoff history. So the Twins, and right now the Twins are up 9-5. to five. Um, Miguel Sano went deep a couple innings ago with a big three-run jack. Yankees come back with another jack. It's been a, it's been a series of home runs so far, so we'll definitely get into our twins. Want to say what up to the main man, Mister Mo Cheese, in the house. Uh, make sure you're following him, X Squad Affiliates, Melvin X Squad Affiliates as well, X Squad Affiliates.com. As for our show, not only can you hear it on X Squad Affiliates.com. Next week, we'll be back on the X-Squad Network. Happy to announce that. So um, you'll be checking me out on X-Squad Radio Network with the next show next week. Um, Other than that, Spreaker, Stitcher, um, TuneIn Radio, obviously iTunes, um, Spotify, uh, wherever you're streaming, you can pretty much find Sports Done right now. So make sure you are checking us out. Um, we're going to get into a little NBA talk. Is the NBA, listen, is the NBA right now, at this particular moment, as popular as the NFL? No reactions needed just yet. Just let it savor. Let it slow cook. 
with everything that's gone on with the, the postseason in the NBA, everybody's looking forward to this season coming up. Is the NBA as popular right now at this particular moment in time as the NFL, the National Football League? We're going to come back to that. I want you to let that resonate. Locally, our boys, the Purple, get going here Friday out at TCO. And I cannot wait. Football, football's back. I mean... Uh, you, you got teams, uh, I think Cleveland's already started pretty much training camp. Uh, I think the Broncos are going. I cannot wait. Uh, Mo Chi says, yeah, let's go. As he's saying what up to everybody. I think it's taking the shine for sure. Yeah, man. It's going to be real interesting with all this movement going around. And um, so we'll get into that. Talk a little bit of baseball here. Again, talking about our Twins. As they're trying to take the second game in the series with the dreaded New York Yankees. And I also want to hear from you on Twitter. I want to hear from you in our Spreaker.com chat room here. About your NFL team, what you're expecting, especially. Uh, boy, you know, I should have reached out to Reggie. Uh, the Cleveland Browns. Now, he's a Pittsburgh fan, but he's from Cleveland. Uh, should have reached out to him because Cleveland now has a little something called expectations, people. What's going on with the Chargers? Mr. Gordon, sign, don't sign. Arthritis in the knee, do you want to sign them? But yet some people are picking the Chargers to go to the Super Bowl. And can our Vikings, our beloved, beloved Vikings... Can they ever, ever get there? With Kirk Cousins as the quarterback. Listen, I've been talking to a lot of people. A lot of people in the the local blogosphere. I've been hitting up a couple media contacts here. And I just don't know, man. I think if you read between the lines, people, and, you know, deservedly so. It's not that you don't want to be a Kirk Cousins fan. It's just what does he prove to you that's going to show you that he can do it when it matters. I mean, I sound like a broken record, but it's, you know, it is what it is. I don't know if he can. I hope I'm wrong. Because this is my team, and I want to see him get to to the Super Bowl. But they're close. We'll just have to see how it plays out. And here's the weird thing, too. With the Minnesota Vikings, they've been, you know, depending on who you talk to, they're either going to finish second to last, you know, just in front of Detroit or they're going back to the NFC championship game. So 
and I just got a <laughs> ironic. The house is for ironic. First lady, my wife, as she is affectionately known here in the Sports Done Right Nation, is on a little business trip, and she just texted me. I forgot to tell you, Kirk Cousins bought. I'll leave our friend's name out of it, uh, but our friend's house. Um, there you go. Well, good for Kirk. Now, can Kurt complete meaningful passes when it's, you know, when it's time to, to roll? We will see. Oh, man, so much to get into, peeps. Let's do this. Let's talk a little bit about Adrian Peterson. Now, why are you giving them the law and order, Gov? I don't know. I just needed some cool background music. Why not a little law and order? Okay. Adrian Peterson has made the most money as a running back in the history of the NFL. Over $100 million. Um, I think Edron James and somebody else are the next closest. And they're down in like the $60 millions. And deservedly so. I mean, you know, Adrian has, you know, he is dominated for the most part, right? We get it. But stories coming out today and by way of The Athletic. And that is talking about Adrian Peterson basically using a, a, a payday loan service. In this case, a one that's kind of geared towards athletes. It's not like he was, you know, down on the boulevard. You know, hawking his wares. But nonetheless, using a a payday type of loan place, securing loans, a couple other bank loans, um, and he owes a whole lot of money. Now you figure, okay, a hundred million, but I mean, here we go again, you know, basically take 50% off of that, right? Just for taxes. Correct. And, you know, so now you're down to 50. These loans are, are, you know, all added up, probably getting close to that amount with interest and everything that may be owed. And now he's in a bind. And that's the thing. These athletes, now they think, you know, I'll get the next contract. You know, we're all good. And the next contract never comes or the next contract is nowhere near the amount of money you think it's going to be. And you get your uh, nuts in the bunch. And that is definitely what it sounds like. You know, that that happened here. So it's, you know, you, you I hate to see these stories because this should be. Life-changing money, generational wealth for for a lot of these guys, and it just gets pissed away again. So I didn't want to comment too much because, like I said, um, his lawyer, and that is Adrian Peterson's lawyer, released a statement tonight, um, basically saying, "Look, you're," and I'm I am paraphrasing. You got basically one side of the story. In due time, we're going to come out with our side, and you'll see what's happening. So. Until that happens, that's what we're going to do. So a very, yeah, just another 
possible, let's say, example of an athlete just losing their money. Oh, and the first lady's jumped into the two-hourspreaker.com chat room. She says maybe it's the seven kids by five women. That is definitely a part of it. Um, <laughs> I was just reading another text by my wife. I'm going to leave that one alone, dear. Uh, who else we got here? We have Danielle from Minnetonka checking in. What is up via the Twittersphere? Thank you for popping in here. We also have Kay from Minneapolis. Thank you for joining us, Kay. We got Brian listening to us over in Northeast Minneapolis. What up? Mochi saying what up to the first lady in our chat room. Who else we got checking in? Got a couple Twitter messages. Big Mike asks, um, Vince, with everything. Uh, you know what? Let me say this. This is going to be a basketball-related one for our beloved Timberwolves. And I'm going to talk about the NBA again. Is the NBA as popular right now as the NFL? A lot of people are saying, yeah. A lot of uh, diehards and old heads, as the youngsters like to call them, holding on for dear life. But after this past off season, we're going to talk about it because there's a, a lot of evidence there to the affirmative. Um, last year, speaking of uh, NFL, for the the Oakland Raiders, the Oakland Raiders are going bye bye bye. <laughs> As we know, they're headed off to Las Vegas, not able to get the stadium deal done. Um, you got Chucky back out there. Obviously, the first year, nothing to write home about. And I, I'm just real interested. You know, they, they got some new pieces out there. Let's see if this guy can can truly coach. Um, what else is going on here? Uh, let's see. We also have, what else did I want to get on here? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Minnesota Vikings. Now, listen, if you're going out there this Friday, um, they they do want you to know, make sure you're prepared for parking, all that stuff. Still, there's a lot of construction going on around the, the Vikings complex, so you want to make sure you get there early. Uh, follow all signs and then just be aware. Just be aware. Jordan McLaughlin, by the way, uh, moving on to some quick Timberwolves notes for all you uh, Timberwolves fans. And also um, Jeff, who is uh, reaching out by way of Richville, Minnesota, said any T-Wolves news out? You know, I'm sad that we lost Tyus, but understand you got to take your money, take care of yourself. So um, apparently Jordan McLaughlin has made a uh, impression on the Wolves here and signed one of these uh, two-way deals. 23-year-old young man. I had a nice little summer league, it looks like. Average 10 points, one and a half steals. 23 years old, like I said. Um, So he'll probably bounce between the big squad and the NBA G League team. Um, he spent last season with the Long Island Nets. Um, we will see as it always goes with our Timberwolves. Mochi says definitely after this offseason and the possibility of a lockout in the NFL, the NBA has capitalized. Now, if there is a lockout, I don't see the NFL getting back to the top form. XFL is coming. 
depending <laughs> emojis, let me ask you this. What do you think the XFL is going to do? We know they're not going to be, you know, like they were the, the first act where, you know, you got strippers and hot tubs and all this crazy stuff. Do you think that Vince McMahon is trying to put together something that the uh, a the American Football Alliance that just went out of business? You know, after their first couple of weeks, they had a lot of good press about uh, how they were broadcasting games and, and things like that. Can Vince McMahon pick up that torch and run with that? And try and, and, and give us some a legitimate alternative, I guess, is what the sports governor of Minnesota is trying to say. Uh, you know, a legitimate alternative to the NFL. I think it can happen, but it just takes a lot of planning because, yeah, we are so NFL driven. The sports dollar is at a premium. You know, I mean, you know, a lot of people think of the Twin Cities here as just this frozen, you know, getaway and man we got every major sport happening up here i mean honestly so um you know and and the cost of of a sports ticket nowadays people i mean that's what it's all about as well so you know nba prices right up there with it seat licenses if you want to be a season ticket holder you know they're 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 bleeding you dry. They're asking for all for this for that all kinds of premiums and 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 you know like in Minnesota you can't even write off the C license donations anymore on your taxes. You used to be able to do that. I want to say what up to Jose Negro, my main man La Familia in the house. What up, sir? Thank you for coming through on our late night edition. A little sports done right with the sports gov. Thank you. All right, that phone here, Mo Cheese. I think Vince, the businessman, will learn from his mistakes and the mistakes of the AFL. The wrestling fans that are football fans will eat it up. It's a good pro if it's a good product. It won't replace the NFL, uh, but it will compete for attention, and that's that's all I was wondering. Remember, the AFL did a good job those first couple weeks as well. I think that people will watch a good legitimate. Other league, um, now correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know, XFL, are they going to go in the spring, are they going fall, I mean, what's going on there, when are they playing, but yeah, man, I think it can happen, I really do, so we're going to find out, um, the thing about the NBA, let's do this, because I, I want to reset, let's do this, we're going to just take a, our first quick break here, when I come back, it's NBA talk, NFL, who's popular, why, who, what, where, who knows. We're going to find out. A lot of people think the NBA is as popular as the NFL right now. Some people see the NFL as a dying kind of brand, taking lots of hits recently, whether it's uh, the Kaepernick protest, whatever side of the fence you're on with that, um, declining uh, attendance, but last year supposedly the attendance bounced back a little bit. We're gonna find out. Jose says I can see myself now in the DR watching a pro football game. Absolutely, and uh, who knows? They may try and get a team down there if they uh, can stop killing people at the resorts. Jose, that's the other thing as well. But 
Um, we'll get back into that. We'll also just talk NFL again. You got training camp opening this week for for all the teams. Vikings get going Friday, and we're gonna again kind of reiterate offensive line issues, Kirk Cousin issues there for the Vikings. And again, I mean, just over a week, you're gonna have Hall of Fame game, and we're off and running, man. Football is back. Um, probably in about two, three weeks, we're going to have our Big Ten preview show that we'd like to do. A lot of expectation here on the Big Ten and uh, the Big Ten West to see if they can finally start up in their game. Minnesota actually um, picked to, to do either good or bad. I mean, they're all over the map. It doesn't matter. If you're a Gopher fan, you just want to see it on the field. Ohio State's got a new coach. What's going to happen there and in the post-Meyer um, era down there in Columbus, Michigan again, can Harbaugh get it done? And also, can Michigan State kind of get back on the board as well? And then down there, you got the national champions, Clemson Tigers. Hold that Tiger, I tell you. Uh, anybody that beats Alabama is okay in my book, but once again, you got Alabama right there. And... um Again, Alabama quarterback issues. Who's starting? Who deserves the start? All kinds of stuff. Keep it tuned here. We are just getting started. Sports done right. A little late night edition, people. Thank you for joining us. We're going to be back. Oh, Mochi's here real quick. Says January 2020 for the XFL. So looks like they're going to get started kind of during the height of the playoffs. Kind of not not necessarily a bad situation because you piggyback on, you know, Super Bowl ends all of a sudden the XFL if it's a legit kind of product, you know, just kind of rides in on the coattails and keeps your football fix going until their championship game. So Mochis, thank you for that shout out. Real quick, I want to say what up to Beth in Woodbury, Minnesota. What up? Also want to say what's going on to John in Cottage Grove, Minnesota. Gov, welcome back. Always good to hear the podcast. Thank you very much, sir. And that was on Twitter. Again, this is Sports Done Right. All your streaming platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, whatever you're listening to, just search for Sports Done Right. It'll pop up on one of them. Um, X Squad Affiliate. Uh, xquadaffiliates.com is where you can find this us as is well a Podcast. you can also find us next week by the way again we're going to be on the x squad radio network so uh shout out to kesey and the fam over there mo cheese in our chat room says basically they'll catch people missing college football and the nfl fans when the season is over he's absolutely right all right folks Let's get it reset here. After this break, we're coming back. NBA, NFL, let me know what you're thinking about your teams and um, answer the question. Is the NBA as popular as the NFL right now? We'll be right back. Vince Wright, the sports governor from the great state of Minnesota. Good to be back on these airwaves. This is Sports Done Right. So I'm a cat and I just moved in with this new human. And she's got this little toy she's always playing with, all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese. And guess what? Egg rolls showed up. Like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. 
Major key alert. Don't ever play yourself. The key is to make it. So make it. Learn the real major keys to getting to college at GetSchooled.com. Brought to you by Get Schooled and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Terry Crews. Actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council.
official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. Let's get back indeed. What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, sports governor of the great state of Minnesota. Duly elected, often imitated, but never duplicated. That's right. What's going on, everybody? I appreciate you joining us. A little late night edition sports talk here. 10 after the hour of 10 here in the central time zone. Minnesota Twins are still up in the New York Yankees, 9-5 to in the seventh inning. That is boding well for them. And let's get to it. NBA, I, th- I think at this particular time, and again, this is Sports Done Right. Vince Wright, the sports governor, your host. I think that the NBA is as popular as the NFL. You can go to the marketing of the games. You can go to the um, the gear that is sold, the swag, everything, all that stuff. I like to just do the eye test. 
And with the NBA and all these players going everywhere for not only not just going everywhere, but for the amount of money that they are earning. Yet football, arguably, you know, the most physical of sports where things can all kinds of things can go wrong. And obviously there's injuries in all sports, but, you know, it's football. And these guys now looking at their NBA counterparts signing deals that are going to earn them upwards of 200 million, 300 million. Looking over at the baseball players. You know, signing 200, 300 million dollar deals. And if you're in the NFL and seeing especially basketball catching up to you, in my opinion, on the popularity scale, couple bad years of press with NFL, moms don't want the kids to play, concussion syndrome, concussion protocols, all this stuff taken away from the NFL. Then comes the political stuff and whatever side you're on there. The the point being is, is that one side didn't seem to be happy. But here's basketball. Just sitting there. Growing in popularity. Uh, has a commissioner that um, whether you agree with him or not, it is at least forward thinking. I, I think it's safe to say that about Commissioner Silver. Um, he is at least willing to entertain much more uh, different thoughts, radical ideas as this game moves forward. Obviously, I grew up with David Stern, and David Stern brought the NBA, obviously, to a certain peak in popularity. But now it's on a whole different level. And with the money involved, like I said, it is just out of hand. So I think, at yeah, at this particular time, the NBA is as popular as the NFL. Now, I, I get it. You're going to come gov, you know, uh, look at the attendance. Well, I, you know, we play football in stadiums. Jose says... Let's look at it this way. I'm loving all the NBA news, but I can't wait until football starts back. I can't wait until December to watch the NBA. Exactly. And not look, I'm not trying to pit one against the other. That's the other thing that the Gov wants you to understand. I'm not trying to pit one league against the other here. I think both can, you can, obviously both can survive. You can like both the same amount. But I think the NBA has kind of closed that gap a little bit and might be a little more of a demographic thing as well. But the NFL will have to address concussions going forward and see how the pipeline is truly going to be in another, let's say, five to eight years. Because, you know, we've been hearing about that. You know, moms don't want their kids or let's just stop saying moms. Parents don't want their kids to play football because of everything that's involved. Injuries, all that. Yeah, we're going to find out in, in those in that set time frame. Because then you're going to really see if there is a pipeline drying up. And maybe you start looking outside of your normal 
areas for football players. We'll see if that happens. Maybe technology can catch up with new helmets and things that really can can help. And there's promising research there. But in terms of just who's able to create the news, the buzz. And I mean, you know, football is not going anywhere anytime soon. But the past couple years with basketball, all this free agent stuff and the moves and everything, man, it just got me thinking. And I had heard, you know, some other, you know, sports talk on on that exact question. So I thought I would pose it to my viewers. Mike and Ian Prairie says, Gov, I hear you, but I'm an NFL guy through and through. I do love I do like basketball a lot. But if you if you're making me pick, it's the NFL. Um, Danielle Minnetonka says I enjoy basketball more. I am one of those moms. I don't want my son to play football, but I enjoy a good Vikings game. Um, let's see here. K in Minneapolis says I'm a Vikings girl through and through. I appreciate. Um, whoops, let me start with I appreciate. Uh, mothers who don't want their kids to play football, but you can get hurt doing a lot of things. I don't have a problem with my son playing football. Um, I do worry when he gets crunched every so often. <laughs> there you go. Um, Jose, you know what? I know more parents who don't worry about concussions. I'm finding more parents like me who want to wait until wait until they're older. That's the point I've always been pushing, Jose, is wait until these kids are older. You know, I and, and, you know, I'm guilty. I think uh, in in that first ladies out there listening, uh, I think our son started. I think like at seven, eight, right in there with the, you know, the little kids league over here and they started then they moved up to tackle. And 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 that was a thing, too, because some of these hits, even at that young age, are, are bone crushers. And I I would say this personally, and, and you know people are going to try and sell you on kind of the AAU model. Your kid needs to start right away and do do all these things. But I I personally wouldn't let my son play football until the very least, like maybe eighth grade. What is that? Thirteen, twelve, thirteen, right in there. Freshman as a in high school. Put it off as long as you can. If he has talent, that talent will be noticed even at that late stage. And it's not even late. It's not a late stage. It's a, it's the safe stage. You know, because when you're playing when you're little, and again, this is sports done right, another Tuesday night edition. You know, there's you're just one kid seems to be faster than the other. Nobody can catch him, and that's it. But when these kids start hitting each other at a young age, because I remember being on that sideline when when our son Justin started playing and some of those hits, literally like, you know, yeah, you got crushed. And these kids are eight years old. Jose says 12 to 14 for him as well. He says, man, they tackling and at five years old in Georgia. That's the, that's the other thing too, man. You go to these football hotbeds, Georgia, you know, down south, Texas, Pennsylvania, Ohio, California. That's the thing. They're, they're starting so young down there. I Actually, I got a cousin whose son may uh, be showing some potential. He has, he, he's uh, approaching high school now, but, yeah, he got started way back when down there. 
I want to say, speaking of Georgia, I want to welcome the queen, the queen of Georgia. When Ray Charles was singing, he had Georgia on his mind. He had Miss Thorny Switch on his mind. I want to say what up to Ju- Thorny Switch, uh, the college graduate of the University of Georgia, the, the bulldog backer here. Appreciate you tuning in. Doing a late night soiree of sports. Mo cheese, everybody saying what up. Go dogs, as Thorny says. But yeah, I you know, I, I think the NBA is right there. NFL, I still love who you know, I'm a I'm a Vikings guy. If and that's if I had to pick, I'd say NBA is right there. I'm not saying that they're more popular, but I just think that they're right there. Um, let's go into a little NFL. Again, we got the Vikings starting, what is it, Friday? TCO Performance Stadium. Their headquarters over in Egan, Minnesota. All right, here we go. Year two, Kurt Cousins experiment. I don't know what's going to be going on here. I don't know if if he's the guy. I hope I am wrong. I, I really, really do. But, man, I just have not been a big Kirk Cousins guy in the pros. I loved him at Michigan State. I loved him when he was doing damage to Notre Dame. But I don't know. And I'm, we're pulling up the Vikes schedule right now. And they open up with the Dirty Birds. Falcons coming up to Atlanta, or to Minnesota. Come on up, Thorny. <laughs> Come visit the Gov. September 8th at noon, the Falcons, Vikings, game one. Follow the following week, Vikings, Packers, and then the Raiders come to town, then the Bears. I mean, you're going right off the bat, you're getting into it, Vikings, and there's no room for error at all. Um, We're going to go hardcore this weekend. We're going to start our training camp coverage. I'm going to have, a, I believe, a Viking special. Um, lots to get into. There's been some movement on the offensive line. Um, Chad Beebe's trying to to make some noise. There's the third wide receiver. Will Laquan Treadwell even be on the team when it's all said and done? Um, that's that's going to be a, a very big question because again, you know, I, I don't like talking ill, but you know, facts are facts, and La- Laquan Treadwell has um, just not produced. So will he be on the team? Um, new tight ends learning from uh, Mr. Rudolph, Irv Smith coming in. Um, all kinds of stuff just popping for the Vikings. Defensive side of the ball. Um, got to get better. They just got to get better. Thony says, Switch says, wow, that's a good suggestion, Gub. I do look good in purple too. Whatever color you want to wear, come on up, Thorny. We got a guest room with your name on it. We got hotel hookups. We you, Look, we've been through this. You are always welcome in the great state. The people would love to see you. Uh, Thorny says, I hope this is breakout year for Treadwell. It's got to be, or he won't be. Not only will he not be on the Vikings, I mean, I th- it's just going to be hard for him, not necessarily to catch on, maybe make a little, you know, make a little money, but... <sighs> the the promise the the expectations i guess were so promising 
that it, you know, and then when it just it hasn't worked out in three years. I don't know. I don't know. Rick Spielman, he's uh, quoted in the St. Paul Pioneer Press talking about we're excited about how we ended the offseason, the progress that we made. The guys are learning a new offense. Whoops, lost my quote there. Uh, a new offensive system from what, from what they did last year. But that was all done in shorts. Now we get to see the opportunity and get started in, or get the opportunity to get started in pads. Again, Vikings coming off that disappointing 24 to 10 loss to the Bears in the last game of the season. And, it, that, you know, that's not only did that one hurt, but it, it really, I think, just kind of gave you the Vikings fans a little slap across the face that said, hey, this this has got to be retooled here. want to say what up to the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. That is Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles. Doing their things. Uh, I usually kind of followed them a little earlier on the Tuesday, but again, had some stuff I had to get taken care of, but I did not want to miss another Tuesday. So we're going with a little late night sports talk. So what up, Trey? Appreciate you popping in. Um, Spielman expects Cousins. And again, this is from the Star Tribune. Um, let me give due credit here for Chris Tomlinson's article. Oops, lost my place. Spielman expects Cousins who was on hand for Tuesday's first practice to be better. Oh, I guess they already started practice somewhat uh, to be better in the second season with the team. The Vikings shook up their coaching staff, naming Kevin Stefanski offensive coordinator after he held that role on an interim basis in the final three games of 2018. And of course, as you know, Vikings fans hiring Gary Kubiak as assistant head coach and offensive advisor and Rick Dennison as offensive line coach and run game coordinator. So a lot of shakeup with Coach Zimmer's staff. We're just going to have to see how it plays out. Everybody has a great resume on paper. Um, but again, you know, if you're if you're a Minnesota sports fan with anything, whether it's the Gophers, the Vikings, whatever, the Twins, you just you just want to see it on the field now. You just want to see it on the field. It's what I call the eye test. You know, I can sit here, I can spit out all these stats to you. I can spit out all these, you know, uh, you know, numbers and this and that. It don't mean a thing, man, until it happens on the field. Kirk Cousins, that's how they sold us on Kirk Cousins. Remember, oh, my God, he throws for 30,000 yards a year, blah, blah, blah. All these, they, they didn't tell you a lot of that was in makeup time, garbage time of games where they the the uh, the skins had no, no choice but to pass the balls. They're trying to get back in games. They didn't tell you that. The sports governor will tell you that. No disrespect, but we believe in truth here. That's how we got elected Minnesota sports governor. Twins trying to fight out of it. Yankees closing the gap. Is now nine to six. Yankees got runners on second and third. And nobody out. We'll keep you tuned here, Twins, Yankees. Um... Trey saying what up to everybody out there. But the, again, yeah, that's how they sold us on, on our quarterback. And yes, he throws a, a bunch of yards, but again, it doesn't matter 
if it's not meaningful yardage, I mean, in the meaningful time of the, of the game. Dalvin Cook, he's got to come back strong. I mean, we know he's got all the talent in the world, but is Dalvin Cook injury prone? That's what we're asking ourselves now in um, uh, his going into his third year. And boy, Aaron Judge looks mighty ready sitting on deck too of <laughs> this Twins game. Um that means Haskins is going to be fantasy gold, says Jose. Uh, Mochi saying what up to Trey. Yeah. Um, also, they talk about the primary focus was to build the offensive line. Josh Klein was assigned as a free agent this year. And is in, he's actually looking to start at right guard. Garrett Bradbury was drafted 18th overall to start at center with Pat Elfline shifting uh, back to guard from center. And Elfline doing an admirable job, but again, he had a couple injuries as well last year. So trying to move some people, get Elfline back to where he's probably most comfortable on the offensive line. Because for if you're, you're a Vikings fan, that's what's got to happen. Um, some other games of note on the Vikings schedule. Vikings are in New York City on October 6th, taking on the Giants. Uh, Eagles come to town the following week on the, on the uh, let's see, October 13th. Bear with me. Long day for the Sports Gov. And Vikings get their shot at the Chargers on December 15th. Um, another trip out to Seattle on December 2nd. Obviously, our, our division games and um, the Redskins are coming into town on October 24th. Oh, boy. Vikings could be 11 and 5 just as easily as they could be 9 and 7 or 8 and 8. It depends on this patched up line, man. It really does. Jose says second year after injuries is the comeback year. If he doesn't get hurt, Cook should break out market. Market says Jose, Mar- Jose, we're going to market, man. We are going to market. It's duly marked, homie. Duly marked. Oh, Trey, that's right. Trey is our Yankees fan. Our Yankees are effing savages in the box, homie. Well, here we go. One out. Still runners on second and third. Judge in the box. And what do we got? A count of one and one. Um, I think Judge only has like 15 home runs or something, though. I thought he would have had more. Uh, Incarnacion or Edwin. Um, he's he's the one that had the jacks last night. I think he's got like 30-31 now. But if the Twins can hold on and get a second win here against the Yankees, Again, you're just building more momentum, showing, hey, we can play with these boys. Let's make the playoffs and let's do something. Um, Thorny talking about a fun and busy summer. And always good to hear from Thorny Switch, too. Um, the lady knows so much about sports, um, yet you do not want to piss her off, everyone in the Sports Done Right Nation. Everybody in our. X Squad Nation knows this. So I do not mess. <laughs> I do not mess at all. Um, but yeah, back to our Vikings here. So you saw major shakeups with the coaching staff, major shakeups along the offensive line. 
Um, you know, defense, just some tweaks here and there. And got to get the pass rush back a little bit here. Um, Daniel Hunter in, in the gang. Um, Everson Griffith. Got to do. Got to get them back to being dominant, real dominant, and hopefully get that crushing Vikings defense back in order that we had a couple years ago until it started tailing at the end of the year. So apparently they're trying to make the offensive system a little more familiar to to Kirk Cousins, to what he was running back in his days in Washington. So uh, stay tuned there. We'll see what happens. But very excited again. Going to try and get out to training camp. The Vikings did not give out any media credentials to any podcast, blog, um, alternate media, so to speak. Everything has been within the parameters of the big sports, the radio stations, the the name brand radio stations, and your typical uh, media markets. The Twins get out of the inning, but they give up something. They are now holding on to a one-run lead. Top of the eighth is over. Bottom of the eighth coming up. Twins are up nine to eight. Lots of runs being scored down at Target Field the past couple days. And, um, oh, Real quick here before I end my football talk, just one last thing about the game. Me and the first lady were at last night, the Twins. Shouts out to the Delta Club, man. Great place to watch a game. Indoor, climate controlled, private, you know, all the bathrooms you need. The thing that I like there is they have their own uh, concession stands, so you don't have to go out into the main stadium. And I just a nice setup. Tickets reasonably priced, I thought, for to have that type of access. Um, you know, you're up a second. Just beautiful facility. So props to the Delta Sky Club at Target Field. Thorny Switch says, did the Vikes have any major pickups in the offseason? Uh, no, no, they didn't really, uh, Thorny. Um, again, we just kind of went through them. Uh, more coaching staff changes. Um, some players through the draft, kind of moving some pieces around. Like we said, uh, moving Pat Elfline from center back to guard, where he is hopefully more comfortable, but we will see. Um, let's see here. Outside of that, no real Vikings news until next week. Uh, gonna try and find a way to get out there. Obviously, gonna have to go out there as a fan and just kind of report on it that way. Uh, we were hoping through my other show, the North Star Sports Podcast, and a couple other shows I'm affiliated with. But again, nobody, even people who've gotten passes in the past, are not getting passes this year. A lot of people very upset about that as well. But hey, it is what it is, right? What can you do about it? Um, another basketball question that I wanted to ask somebody is, is anybody interested in Carmelo Anthony? Anybody interested in Carmelo Anthony? Just saying. Somebody? Anybody? Going once? Chauncey Billups came out and, if you believe what he had to say, told you that, you know, Carmelo is about mellow. If he's not scoring 30 points, he's not happy. If he's not scoring, Jose says hell no for a market for him. 
you know, one of these guys that if you, if he wins the game, if the team wins the game and he scores 15, he's storming out, first one gone. Team loses, but he scores 30-35. He's the one that's going around dapping up everybody. I thought that took a lot of cojones for Chauncey to come out and to give his truth, I assume. And then, I, then a couple other people kind of came out and kind of said the same thing. So you assume there's some truth to that story. And and good. I mean, if that's the case, call him out. Thorny says, don't think so, which is dumb. Shelly B. <laughs> Shelly with the Abbeys, I tell you. Too smooth indeed. What's up? How you doing, Shelly? Shelly B. Glad you can join us. Um, yeah, I got to get my eyes back off that Abbey. Um you would think somebody, well, I, it has to come from Carmelo, I guess, too, maybe, Thorny. Mike and Ian Prairie says, I loved him at Syracuse, but once he got to the Knicks, it just started going downhill. There you go. I always thought he should have stayed in Denver. I thought the world could have been his oyster with what the Nuggets were starting to put together back then. But, you know... Melo may have been the last major athlete looking to get to New York. You know, Lala, his his girlfriend, eventual wife, and hey, by the way, it looks like they may be they actually may be back together, so we like that. Always about keeping families together. But he may have been the last major athlete looking to get back to New York City. Think about that. You know, we've been talking about that recently with the New York football teams and recently with the Knicks, how nobody seems to want to go there. Yeah, he may have been the last one. But, man, I thought what him and, and those guys were doing out in Denver, man, I thought if they – now, George Carl as coach, that probably wasn't going to work long term, obviously wasn't. But if they could have just brought in somebody else and kind of kept that thing together, you know, I just think, man – the Denver Nuggets could have really done something, but I digress because he left. And it, it did. It just went south. You know, some some nice moments in New York City, but we all know what's happened there. Oklahoma City literally became a, a you know, a little road bump on his career. And now he's out there, you know, supposedly working out. You you would think somebody would have a, a little spot for him. Same here, Gov. Nick's ruined Mellow. I wish he would have stayed out west. Thank you, Thorny. Appreciate that. But, you know, that was still back where, you know, people in his ear. And obviously, too, I, I really think Lala, his, his wife, you know, girlfriend at the time, became wife. You know, she wanted to act. You know, they're, they're from New York. You know, that's where she's trying to get her thing popping off and, you know, doing MTV and all this stuff. And obviously now on power. So, you know, you got to take in family considerations as well. And, you know, yeah, I get it. But man, if they could have stayed in Denver and now people, that's the other thing, too. It's not flyover country because with social media, your own accounts, this and that, you can market yourself no matter where you are.
All right, let's do this. When we come back, I'm going to do our last segment. Whatever you guys want to talk about in the chat room, let me know. NFL, NBA, baseball, wrestling. We'll talk about a little. I'll get in a little bit on the Manny Pacquiao fight as well. Um, We are also... Going to talk a little bit about um well on on a sad note, so to speak. Maxim Dadashev, who fought on uh ESPN last week, passed away last year, so So we'll get into that when we get back. We'll talk about Manny Pacquiao, the Keith Thurman fight, a couple observations I made there um, when we get back. So keep it tuned here. This is Vince Wright, Sports Governor. I will be right back. This is Sports Done Right, late night, Tuesday night edition. Checking us out on Spreaker, iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, everything, man. Just look for Sports Done Right on Facebook. Also on Instagram, Sports Done Right. And make sure you're following me, The Big Smooth One, on Twitter, at The Big Smooth One. Keep it tuned here. Little Estelle and Kanye, American boy. Peace. One champion sound, yeah, Estelle, we about to get down. Who the hottest in the world right now? Just touched down in London town. Bet they give me a pound. Tell them put the money in my hand right now. Got a promoter, we need more seats. We just sold out all the floor seats. Take me on a trip, I'd like to go someday. Take me to New York, I'd love to see LA. I really want to come pick you with you. This five for seven guy who's just my type. Like the way he's speaking, his confidence is peaking. Don't like his baggy jeans, but I'm I like what's underneath it. And no, I ain't been to MIA. I heard the Cali never rains in New York's wide awake. Let's see the West End. I'll show you to my bedroom. I'm liking this American boy, American boy. Take me on a trip, I'd like to go someday. Take me to New York, I'd love to see LA. I really want to come pick you with you. Good. Dressed in all your fancy clothes, sneakers look 
Looking fresh to death, I'm loving no show toes. Walking that walk, talk that slick talk. I'm liking this American boy, American boy. Take me on a trip, I'd like to go someday. Take me to New York, I'd love to see LA. I really want to come pick you with you. Who killing them in the UK? Everybody gonna say UK Reluctantly, cause most of this press don't fuck with me Estelle once said, tell me, cool down, down Don't act a fool now, now Always act a fool, ow, ow Ain't nothing new now, now He crazy, I know what you're thinking Rapina, I know what you're drinking Rap singer, chain blinger Holla at the next chick, soon as you're blinking What's your persona About this Americana Rhyme am I shallow Cause all my clothes designer uh, Dress smart like a London bloke Before he speak his suit bespoke And you thought he was cute before Look at this peacoat, tell me he's broke And I know you ain't into all that I heard your lyrics, I feel your spirit But I still talk that cat Cause a lot of wags wanna hear it And I'm feeling like Mike at his baddest Like the picture they gladdest And I know they love it So they hell with all that rubbish Would you be
The votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. What is up, everybody? The last edition of the last segment, not last edition, Sports Done Right. Thank you for tuning in. Lenny Kravitz in the background there. Sports Done Right, Vince Wright, the sports governor. That's right, the one and only. Make sure you're checking out not only this show. Go to xsquadaffiliates.com. Check out all my, 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 my family over there. Also, make sure you're checking out the North Star Sports Podcast, the other show that I host with Matt Geffrey and Justin Ekstrom. Even though Justin's been a little busy lately, we, we miss him. And also, check out on the interweb, as I like to call it, um, Purple PTSD, VikingsTerritory.com. We are uh, saddling up with them. Going to get my first contribution, my first article written for Purple PTSD here in the next week. Working with Joe and the gang over there as well. So again, thank you for uh, tuning in. I am Vince Wright, your sports governor from the great, great state of Minnesota. Sports done right. Again, the show that tries to bring you not only Minnesota sports, but also, you know, we're representing the Big Ten. That's the part of the country we're in. That's where I'm a Big Ten graduate myself, a University of Minnesota alumnus. And... You know, we spend so much time talking SEC and the football season and, you know, all these other schools and conferences. We got to rep ourselves, man. So I don't mind talking about the other schools, but, you know, we got some good product going up on uh, here as well. So, all right. A couple boxing related stories. uh, the first one, very, 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 very sad because I watched this fight. Um, junior welterweight Maxim, uh, and excuse me if I mispronounce the last name, Dadashev died Thursday as a result of uh, injuries he suffered in his fight, 11th round knockout loss to Sabriel Matias. Uh, this was last Friday at the MGM National Harbor out in Oxon Hill, Maryland. He was 28 years old. Um, this, uh, the death was confirmed by, uh, buddy McGirt, who his, is his trainer, former boxing champion himself. And ironically, and then the very sad thing, if you go back and look at the film of this fight, not that you would probably want to at this point, but buddy McGirt, that was the whole reason buddy stopped the fight in the corner of, of his fighter. Cause he was worried about something like this happening. And unfortunately, this is exactly what happened. Um, and this comes um, from Buddy McGirt quote and this is from ESPN Boxing it just makes you realize what type of sport we're in man he did everything right in training no problems no nothing my mind is like really running crazy right now like what could I have done differently but at the end of the day everything was fine in training um, he seemed okay. He was ready, but it's a sport that, but it's the sport that we're in. It just takes one punch, man. Um, unfortunately, buddy is not lying. A uh, very, very sad day for this young man and his family. Um, 
Didashev, who's uh, I think he made seventy five thousand plus training expenses, uh, was fighting at one hundred and forty pounds in a title elimination fight to become the mandatory challenger for a title held by Josh Taylor. Um, Bob Arum says Maxim was a terrific young man. Uh, we're all saddened and affected by his untimely death. Um, just, yeah, very, very sad. Unfortunately, you see this every once in a while. And I'm looking at a, uh, picture of him and uh, his wife and child. And it's just, just truly, truly heartbreaking. So rest in peace, um, to the, uh, fighter from St. Petersburg, Russia, who was fighting out of Oxnard, California. Um, he, he needed some help leaving the ring. He then collapsed back in his dressing room. He got ill, started uh, throwing up, and then was placed on a stretcher and was taken to originally a nearby hospital. But then he started having trouble in the ambulance, and they took him to a different hospital. Um, yeah, just, I, I don't know, just horrible, just horrible. Um, rest in peace, sir. I mean, you know, I I have no words. I have no words. It's just, it's a horrible, horrible thing. So, um, transitioning from that into the other main boxing story that I wanted to touch on, um, you have Manny Pacquiao, um, at the age of 40, giving you a... Phenomenal fight with Keith Thurman one time. Keith one time Thurman. Um, I I think I had my card 115-112. You know, that first round knocked down. Obviously, that extra point was critical. One judge actually gave this fight to Keith one time Thurman. Mo Cheese in our speaker.com chat room says it was sad to see Buddy telling him he was throwing in the towel. You could tell there was something wasn't right. Yeah, man. Sure could. Um, Manny Pacquiao. Looking phenomenal. He was a little gassed at the end of this fight, but he's 40 years old. And what... You know, you got to figure off he's holding off father time here. But, you know, he was able to put Keith Thurman down in the first round. Obviously, that was a very critical point. Manny on fire, in my opinion, in the first two, three rounds. Um, and then, as I said on uh, my IE Sports Radio show, Ringside, which you can go there and listen to, um, IE Sports Radio, Ringside Boxing Show I do with Gilbert Batista. You know, we talked about then, but Thurman was able to kind of regroup, settle down, and then he started finding um, open shots to Manny's face. And I thought if Keith Thurman could have found a way to really kind of work the body just a little bit more, or just work the body at all, really, that he could have slowed Manny down even more. But Manny was the one who found the body ultimately with a in the 10th round with a body shot that just stopped one time Thurman in his tracks. Um, you know, I it, it was actually the punch that turned the fight because Keith Thurman had fought his way back to probably getting it 
you know, in at least on my card to within a point or so, a point or two. And then in the 10th round, when Manny landed that shot, that body shot, you could just see the reaction on Thurman. That just short-circuited any comeback attempt there. Um, props to Thurman, who, by the way, was very, very, very classy in defeat. No excuses made. Everybody should learn from Keith Thurman in defeat. Sometimes the other person's just better. Manny was a little bit better that night. And if you're a Keith Thurman fan, you know, there's fights for him out there, but he's got to kind of regroup from this. He's got to figure out, you know, some people, and I mentioned it initially, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't mind seeing a rematch of this fight, but I think because Manny, you know, as we all know, he's kind of fighting to pay off some tax bills and this and that. You know, he's got other names that will draw bigger paychecks. Um, Keith Thurman's got to kind of go back. Not necessarily, he doesn't have to start over by any means, but he's got to make sure that, you know, he learns from this fight and his next fight doesn't need to be against another champion, but he's got to get in there with a guy who's not a tomato can, but someone who is going to give him a decent fight and see just where he is. In my opinion, Keith, one time Thurman's going to be back. Thurman looked like he got hit by a stray bullet in the 10th. He did. I mean, when that shot hit, man, go and look at it. YouTube it. Whatever you got to do, people, go look at that. And by the way, the Yankees are up 10 to 9 now on the Minnesota Twins. Bottom of the eighth. And the Twins have a runner on first with one out. And again, these guys are just going back and forth. Home runs all over the place. Um, getting back into the boxing now. Yeah, it's, um, you know, Manny Pacquiao. You know, somebody asked me, hey, is this enough to get Floyd interested? Nah. You know, Floyd, take your money and run, man. No need to fight. Nobody wants to see that. Real boxing fans don't want to see that. Of course, everybody has their price, as Ted DiBiase used to say. The million-dollar man. But no, I don't, I don't, I don't foresee that. So, um, it was a very entertaining um, fight. Undercard, eh, it was all right. Nothing, nothing great. I missed the days where I come from, where there, had, you know, you used to get a couple more uh, big name fights on the undercard. But Manny Pacquiao will be back. I think you know we talked about this on my other show. Manny, I probably has two more fights. Two more fights in them. And they will be with big names. Um, Triple G, maybe at a catch weight. We will see. So, well, with that, I am going to wrap up Sports Done Right tonight. Thank you guys for tuning in. From the great state of Minnesota, I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. We will be back next week with more sports talk and hopefully a guest or two coming in from you next week as well. Thank you for listening. Make sure you, uh, if you don't listen live, make sure you catch all our episodes uh, anytime you want on any streaming device, whether you're at uh, xsquadaffiliates.com, Stitcher, Spreaker, iTunes, Spotify. You can listen anytime, download anytime you want. I appreciate you guys coming through tonight. I know we threw you off with the scheduling, but thanks for hanging with me. Vince Wright, the sports governor. I appreciate the love. And we're going to get on out of here. 
little mini cabinets that you're taking home. Oh, one other thing as well. Make sure you're also checking out not only xsquadaffiliates.com, the North Star Sports Podcast, and also make sure you're checking out vikingsterritory.com. All you Vikings fans out there, you want some of the best Vikings takes out there, check out soon-to-be-me on Purple PTSD, the sister website. But, man, all kinds of great takes on Vikings football as we're going into training camp here. So make sure... You keep it tuned there as well. And with that, my friends, have a great Tuesday. Have a great week. I am out of here. Thank you guys for tuning in. Mochi's, Thorny, everybody out there in Spreaker.com land on the on the uh, chat room. Thorny Switch, Shelly B, um, Jose was out there. Trey, who I'm sure is now a very happy Yankees fan. And if I'm missing you... Um, it's only because I'm just not remembering the names right now. I'm just scrolling. I think we got everybody. Big Melvin was first in tonight. Big Mike out there. Um, Danielle in Minnetonka and everybody else who we mentioned earlier and everybody else who listens after the fact on demand. We appreciate it. So again, Vince Wright, the sports governor, and this is sports done right. Follow me on Twitter at the big smooth one. That's the number one after the big smooth. Otherwise, Instagram, just type in sports done right or Vince Wright. Uh, Same thing on Facebook, sports done right. Join our private group there and get your sports feed throughout the day and throw your opinions in. So with that, have a good night. Big smooth is out of here. Have a great one. Peace. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right. Right.